Dengoku Daimakyo, aka Heavenly Delusion. Dang, this one, this one was something else. But uh, this is yeah, okay. You know this. It was a good one. It was good. This is not like a oh my goodness, this is brutal. How could they do this? This was like uh, lots of heavy themes, lots of like to a degree even like self reflection, lots of like interpersonal conflict, lots of it's <sighs> lots. I okay. This is probably one of those animes and shows where I, I highly rate just because it's so different from everything else that's airing at the time. It's just one of those things where I was like, this is good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and this is... So, okay, so for context, like, in case you haven't seen this in a long time, here's your little synopsis to remind you what's going on, what's up. 15 years ago... Disaster struck human civilization, and now dangerous man-eating monsters roam the ravaged lands, posing an existential threat to the remaining survivors. Amid the, amid this turmoil, an isolated facility shelters children and nurtures them in peace. However, as a few among them find out about the world beyond the narrow periphery of their nursery's walls, their curiosity about it slowly grows. Meanwhile... In the outside world, young survivors Maru and Kiruko band together to search for a special place called Heaven, each for their own reasons. Carrying past burdens and tragic secrets, the two hope to find answers to the cruelty they've experienced in their lives and in the world, which still remains in tatters. That was the my anime list explanation. Source cited. All 13 episodes aired in spring 2023 and were produced by Production IG. Uh, Heavenly Delusion is based on the manga by the same name, written by uh, Masakazu Ishiguro. I'm still not very good at speaking any kind of Japanese, so apologies to the author. They probably butchered his name. But it is actually categorized primarily as a sign-in, which I found interesting. Yeah. Not that I disagree, but I really didn't think of it as one until it was like kind of presented to me i don't see this as a shonen no absolutely not it's not even close uh so another fun fact because i want to talk about we're, we're doing quick thoughts again we brought bring quick thoughts back i liked them uh the op and ed did you know there's two eds for this show no it's technically the same song, but, oh, but at the, the end of changed. episode eight, it's a lot softer. It's not like kind of the same, like poppy, I guess. What the fuck like happened in episode eight? Uh, episode eight was the first taste of uh, true depravity, I guess. Uh, that was when they, when Maru ended the life of the uh, dying woman oh yeah that's when they did it okay yeah yeah i i had to look into it because i was like oh there were two eds i'm like oh there were two eds and like that's when it's like oh they really really dropped you okay like off a cliff on that one i like loki when you're like the two eds i thought it had to do with like the 
big spoiler involving like uh Kyoku and like I felt like maybe the visions just changed like after the reveal. Mm. But like I guess that also makes sense. Yeah. Especially if that theory if like our, our theory on it is correct and that was technically a different main character. Because there's the theory that that was Maru. No, not Maru. Um, that was... Um... Oh. Okay, wait. Oh. Before before we go into that kind That's of stuff... That's a lot to talk about. Yeah, quick stuff. It's thoughts, a lot. Let's style. do a quick stuff. Awesome. Fucking beautiful. I really liked it. It was a cool, like... I don't know, pastel? Pastel. Is the right... Like, it, it really brought out... Like, it, it dialed back the neutral tones, but really popped the color. Yeah. So they, like, they utilized that really well. It it did not look like a 2020 anime. No, which yeah. was the nice part, because like <laughs> it felt like there was actual like because anime different. is getting a little samey. It's not even uh, getting; it's been same for the longest time. It's been time. samey. So getting something that has like a more dedicated artistic direction was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, animation quality. I don't know. It was good. There were a few times where things looked a little, uh, but mate, mate, mate. This is the same season when we had uh, magical destroyers. Magical destroyers like outright looked bad a couple times, but <laughs> this just had a couple hiccups. And like, I'm not gonna like it, it. Just like a quick like movement. Like I think a couple times when Maru would do a spin kick or something, it would uh, okay not look the best, or like it'd be a little chunky. Like it's. From production IG, I'm a little disappointed. But from like an overall standpoint, I am not overly pressed. I didn't even notice that, to be honest. But it might have... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it might have also possibly been the Crunchyroll app, but I think I watched most of these on my computer. Oh, it wasn't even Crunchyroll. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I was watching Vinland Saga yesterday, and the Crunchyroll app on the PlayStation Store sucks garbage. Bro, like, Crunchyroll on my PS4 sucks so much that I can't even watch dude, it anymore. It's horrendous. Anyway, anyway, we can do a full episode riffing. We should do a full episode talking about Crunchyroll and its monopoly of the market, actually. Technically, uh, Funimation and Sony. Because Funimation's on that board Sony? Yeah, So, and your freaking PS4 app? Yeah! Work? The fuck is that? Ridiculous. Anyway. So anyway. quick little like housekeeping announcement. We're gonna bang these out before we get into the, the real the real girth of the episodes. Uh, I hate that I said that too. Don't worry. Uh join the dang Discord. This is where we all hang out. A whole nine yards. I don't know. I wrote a whole paragraph about it. I don't think I have to write a whole paragraph about it. That's where we talk about every anything, everything. Talk about video games. Love our video games. Uh all the anime you want to talk about, you can create forum threads. If you want to talk about an anime that no one's brought up before, start a forum thread. I'll look at it. I'll probably read it. I'll probably even respond to it. Let's be real. Like This is the best way to get in touch with us if you want to talk to us about anything. Um, you can also see pictures of my cute dog. I don't want to say his name because he's being very good and lying down beside me. If I say his name, he will uh, He'll get up and come see me, I can which say is fine. his name. Yeah. I'm not, you can't hear me. Come see True. the pictures of Gus. He's very cute. I put a size comparison of him in today. He's a very large boy in the best way. But that's just it. If you want to keep up with stuff, like this is where all our announcements happen. This is where we discuss possible changes, possible activities, possibly having, you know, actually we're very possibly doing a Chainsaw Man rewatch. 
I want to... I know it's only came out less than a year ago. 12 episodes, easy to bang out. I want to kind of go back to it without the uh, hype glasses, I guess, and see what I enjoy, see what I don't like. Just, I don't know. If you want to hang out with us, come hang out. We want you to hang out too. But uh, thanks, nerds. See you in the rest of the episode. I say that as if I didn't, like, as if we recorded that separately and it's not just like a, I stopped talking for like a quarter second. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, so, fuck it. The thick so, of it. The thick of it. The thick of it. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is world building. Because the show starts off a lot lighter in that, like, uh, it, does it though? It, hear me out. It's, it, uh, I think it okay, does. okay, okay. Especially if that happened in twelve to thirteen. Especially what happened like eight to thirteen. The last five episodes, do <sighs> anyway. Maybe. So like the the, start, the show starts off in like uh, what I would consider like a pretty tame post-apocalyptic Japan. Like, still like like I said, it's only fifteen years after like the the end of like society as we know it, like the collapse, I guess. So they do an interesting part where like. Uh, Maru and Kiruko are not old enough to know the world beforehand and they talk to the innkeeper who was and yeah. they kind of give that insight into both because Maru is 15 or 16 and Kiruko is <laughs> I guess it addresses the first big thing either 18 or 21 uh, okay uh, I didn't realize she was that old but Regardless, um, it kind of gives like the the start of the show is a much more, I guess, like much less scary place. It's like sure, it's still scary in regards to like literal monsters. Literal whereas the man-eaters. yeah, the man eaters were a whole like genuine whole beast. Whereas like the end of the show is not so much like literal monsters but the monsters that like uh an extreme scarcity society like that kind of creates i think the end of the show especially is like the monsters that the society creates because of that and as you like get further in the show and like the you peel back more and more layers and you find out more of the mystery the understanding of the essentially what the man eaters are yeah like when they tell you that the man eaters are people it really like not even people like grant at this point fuck it we're going full spoilers right as long as you're not spoiling the manga i'm gonna read i haven't read the manga we're going full spoilers for the show dope essentially the way i understand the man eaters are the kids from the first timeline yes i think yeah yeah so, because uh, they could, like, I think it's the it's like partially those kids, but I I don't know if it's exclusive to those kids. Because Robin had like a man eater that like we didn't really no. recognize. Yeah, and like that's where it brings up like, because like the kids had abilities. We don't know where they got these abilities from, right? But it seems yeah. like the school was there to the school was there for a reason. Yeah, right? and like the reason that is being shown. Is maybe like the old director wanted to achieve immortality or live forever, right? 
Yeah. And like these kids were like a way for her to achieve that. Now all these kids had abilities. And these kids had to come from somewhere, right? Yeah. Now it's implied that some of them were like created or in the case of Maru was born. Yes. Right? So some of them become man eaters, right? And um I don't remember I think it's the monster when they're on the ship. Someone's like, Oh, this monster's abilities like reflect this one kid in the school. And I think like that was the first like hint. Yeah. Because it seemed like he was like creating them outright. Because he all like it almost seemed like he created the angel. Oh yeah, those are uh, the angel as well. What was his name? Shoot. There were so many like different characters, like there's so many different characters, right? And like um when you're talking about like the girl who died in episode eight where Mao killed them, right? Yeah. I think that was Mimihime. Uh it could have been Mimihime. I yeah. thought that was actually actually it would make sense that it was Mimihime. And Mimihime and the doctor is uh, uh Shiro. Yeah. Yeah. The guy like, who the drawing guy I was talking to was Kona. Was Kona, yeah. Yeah, like the the longer haired gray. Like right. I do like that. Like as a character drama, it does a really good job of putting in like a lot of characters with like interesting roles to play. Interesting roles and interesting features. Fucking, <laughs> uh, Mimihime with long ass ears. And like like yeah like, Mimihime's got like the the like super long ears and like really good like climbing abilities like Tokyo, like turned invisible at one point. Tokyo? Like, no, Tokyo didn't turn invisible. Did she, like, disable the cameras? Like, what did no. she do when she was, like... Something turned off the cameras. We don't know what. Oh. Okay. I thought that was Tokyo. No. Because then... Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, Tokyo didn't turn off the cameras. Tokyo almost got caught, but something turned off the cameras. We don't know what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's fucking wild, dude. Um, yeah, just... and, like... Actually, this is something I'll talk about at a different point in this episode. But like, yeah, like the the there was a lot going on with this. There's a lot going on, and like I think it did really well. Where like the two timelines, the the two timelines are split, right? And there are a lot of characters. Okay, no, there's a lot of characters in the school timeline, right? Yeah, and like while in the uh, Maru and Kyoko timeline. Like, they're, they're the two main characters, and, like, they're just, like, casts that come in and out of the story, right? So there's not as much that has to be focused on casts that come in and out, right? Compared to, yeah. like, the school timeline, where you have to, like, juggle a bigger cast and, like, give them all the time for, like, the stories to make sense. Yeah, like, you're really putting them all together at that point where it starts to get, um, to be a little overwhelming, I, to keep up with, but like worth it in my opinion. Like there's there's a lot going on there, right? I think it did a pretty good job for because it only had thirteen episodes. I think it did a yeah. pretty good job balancing it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Like especially since there's no second season announced yet, no, so nothing like in reality, like they needed to make as much fit into these thirteen episodes as they could. And because for it to make sense, yeah, and like with the themes that they set up, like which we'll talk about like in their entirety, because there's a lot of very critical themes to the show. Um, 
but like with the themes they're setting up, they're not simple. No. They're not like one dimensional. Like they're in depth. Like they're complex. Like I honestly let's just get right into it because like realistically, like they were setting up themes of talking about like body dysmorphia, yeah. uh trauma response. Yeah. Uh like transness. Like yeah. I remember talking in like episode two when Kiriko is like, I'm not actually Kiriko, I'm my brother. Like yeah. and everyone's like, oh yo, like pro trans like representation in anime. Like not something you get a lot of, right? Like Yeah. So we're like, right on, check this out. But then they kind of dialed it back. But then they br- pushed it back forward. Like it, they really show the ebb and flow of kind of like of what I believe gender kind of is and can an identity. Be. Especially for like yes. Kiriko, right? Because like throughout the season, it goes up and down and like on who they are, right? Because like one episode is like, oh, I'm a boy. Yeah. Then like, no, I'm a girl. Yep. And then like the pronouns also change all the time, right? Yep. And like how because like, Kiriko refers to like herself as kind of both, right? Yeah. Throughout the series, right? It changes, right? Yeah. And like it's even done. Like really well at like in the last episode, because we're gonna talk about that, but later on. But like in the last episode, when uh, Kyuko says like I don't know who, who I am or what I am, right? Yeah. But then like Maru steps up, and, Maru's... and like Maru's confession to her was so cute. It's oh done my so fucking well. Like, especially, he just, like, like it's, like, because he's, like, what, 15, you said? 15, 16, like, right? He's, like... He just, like, basically, like, grips his, like, like clasps his hands, and he's, like, I don't think I would have loved you if you were... Or I don't think I would feel this way if you were just Kiruko, uh, no. or if you were just your brother. What like, was it? It was, like, if you were... I didn't know who Haku was. Oh. Uh, it's, like, it, I... It, if you... If I knew oh, you as Haruko, we'd be best friends. Yes. And the thing is, like, if I knew who Kyoko was, I don't think I would love her. Yeah. But I only know the Kyoko that I know now. And I love that person. Yes. And then they have, like, a cute little moment. Yeah. Like, it's just done so well. Because it also brings up this idea of, like, even, like, just sexuality, right? Where it's, like, there's this whole thing that people sometimes talk about, like, would you love, like, your best friend if they're the opposite gender? It's, like, one of those, like, heteronormative conversations people have, right? Yeah. And, like, I think this also addresses that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you love your best bro? Would you date your best bro? Endless endless possibilities. Endless possibilities. And, and this whole show has so much endless possibilities, especially when it yeah. comes to, like, its themes of, like, uh, LGBTQA... No, sorry. You have to do it. LGBTQIA... Uh, S2 or 2S plus. There we go. I, I want to refer to, like, if we're going to talk about it, I want to refer to the community as an entirety at least once. And then for simplicity's sake, I feel like we can dial back a little to, like, LGBT. Uh, regardless, okay. like, the amount they talk about that and the way they handle it was, like, very nuanced. It was kind of a side plot. Uh, in like a good way because they they covered it 
when kind of like canonically when it kind of came to the forefront of Kiriko's mind. So when Kiriko was thinking about it, that's when we heard about it. It wasn't an all the time kind of thing. I don't think that was the intention anyway. So yeah, yeah. Like, even in the school, it was like done really well, right? Because like uh, things like in the episode, I don't remember which episode it is when they found out that Tokyo's pregnant. Yeah. And they're like, how could this have happened? We haven't taught the kids anything about, like, sexuality and stuff like that, right? Or sex, right? And they're like, and, like, a few episodes earlier, you saw two of the female characters kissing, right? Yeah. And someone is just like, I don't know what's going on here, right? It's kind of like in this, like, school environment that's set up the um, normal social expectations and, like, has not been taught to these kids. They're just, like, taught the they said they didn't actually teach the kids gender. Yeah. Like, just they race. just... Yeah, they just exist. Like, right. they all wear the same colored uniform. They... Like, the the like gender normativity is still there in, like, a lot of the girls, outside of, I guess, Tokyo, have, like, longer hair. Yeah. Whereas the boys have shorter cuts, or it's tied up. Um... But I think they all get the same, like, swimsuits. They get the same uniforms. They do the same things. Like, they're all allowed to express themselves how they choose. Which kind of just leads them to just do exactly that. They express themselves how they choose. Yeah. So, I I really like the way that they kind of played with that. Like, this whole thing is a construct. Like, it's all societal. I don't want to say garbage. But, like, societal, like pressure and uh not so much determined by oneself but determined by the environment with which some of these characters exist in like when they're like the or in real life like not characters but like the environment you exist within like these children are allowed to express themselves how they choose and so they do just that they don't feel the need to like fear or like hide these things and like, I do really enjoy that, like, a lot of this show aired during, like, Pride Month because, like, these conversations are put at the forefront. And so this anime where, like, there are clearly, like, a lot of, like, LGBTQ themes thrown in goes really well with, like, the overall, like, vibe of, like, the whole month, I guess. Yeah. But I think they did a really, really, really good job of it because they even touched on stuff like within transness like body dysmorphia yeah not that i'm overtly familiar um maybe i am i don't know male body dysmorphia is just not ever talked about but regardless like they they cover these things like just the way kiriko referred to herself or sometimes himself as like i don't feel like this is my body and it's like it's not out of the question that it might just actually be like Haruko within Kiriko's body, but no, no evidence has really been presented to kind of collaborate that. I, so, unfortunately, I think there has been. Has there? Yeah. Like outside of like his own retelling of the story. Well, I think outside of his own retelling of the story, there's like this cause and all that stuff, right? But there's also it was episode. 12 when they're in the school and the director was like why do you think i made this person the vice director because and then i can just take over that body 
and when yeah. the kids are ready, I can then take over that body because that's the future. That's true, actually. So maybe that is how that worked. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like evidence from like Kiruko themselves. Yeah. But I guess there is evidence that there is like a body. I don't want to say body horror. What's the actual term? Shoot. Um, body swapping. Body swapping? Yeah, I guess that's the term you look for. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the same time, it's like, yeah, like, oh, okay. Like, there, there is evidence to it, so it's not completely out to lunch to suggest that. No. It's also, like, one of those things where it's, like, this is this is the saltiness in me. <laughs> when when the episode was revealed, when she, like, in episode two, and, and Hugo the first time is like, oh, I'm a boy, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, so you're trans. And then episode three, they were like, well, you know, like my little brother, like my my brain was put inside my older sister's head, and in my mind, I'm like, that's so Japan, though. Like they'd rather do that than, than have just... a trans person, like it, you know. So, like, <laughs> that's well, just on the sortiness like in you... my head. Yeah, that's what I I didn't really like in episode three either. No, I'm with you, but yeah. like. To me, it's like kind of twofold, where it's like, okay, like maybe that's also like Kiriko walking it back a little bit to be like, maybe I shouldn't have like expressed myself so openly to like a relative stranger at that point. Like at that time, like her and Maru were close, but not like the inseparable kind of like duo that they are later in the, the season. Yeah. But they like I, I, they they really really trauma bonded like through the show because <laughs> um, there's no. like I we haven't even gotten to like the themes of like uh, like we could literally talk about long. like prolongation of life and like uh, mercy killing and mercy like because they did like a, a mini arc of that um, yeah that was I thought that was pretty well done but just before we continue um, there's more. <laughs> And this is the part of the show where we put the content warning. Oh, okay. So, yeah, full-on content warning. We will... The following content can uh, contains discussion about sexual assault and rape. These were part of the show, and we do want to talk about them. But if you're not comfortable with these themes, skip to 31-minute mark to skip past this conversation and you don't have to hear them when that scene happened and robin was like look in the mirror who do you see right oh my god that fucked me up because <laughs> like, I... like it flashed <laughs> from kiruko to haruko to kiruko and like the oh my god the way robin talked about it was <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> So like, like, look what I'm doing to like I'm getting uneasy right now. I don't even know how long we'll talk about this, but we, like we won't talk about it for super long, right? No, no. Oh my goodness, because it was that right, and then like um in maybe episode one or halfway through episode two, when before it's revealed about like Kiriko slash Kiriko whatever, right? And like yeah. Kiriko's about to kiss the mirror, right? And you're like um. Okay. Yeah, the innkeeper walks in. Yeah, and like at first I was like, I don't understand what the fuck this is about, right? But then you know later on it's kind of like revealed, right? Where it seems like even in the ED as well, right? In the the ED starts with Hiroko brushing the teeth over a pond of water, 
and yeah. it slowly trans and then it transitions to showing Kirigo brushing her teeth, right? Like just like an instant switch, right? Yeah. It's kind of like one of those like like one of those like things where it's like it's not like one of those like explicitly said things, but like a lot of the times when Kiriko is like looking at the reflection of themselves, they see Hiroko. Yeah. And then yeah. in that scene when the man's is like look in the mirror, who do you see? And he sees his sister, he's like, uh, well shit, right? Yeah. And like the aftermath of that scene, I think we've also talked about it. We, I'm not the biggest fan, but then it could also be because it's like the last fucking 30 seconds of the episode, so they kind of did have enough time to talk more about it. It could be explored later on, right? Yeah. A lot of people say like trauma responses are always different, right? So we we never know, right? But it always felt like the, like Kiriko was just like instantly, I'm okay now, right? Yeah. Like, she did go through, like, a pretty, what seemed like a pretty gnarly, uh, like, I want to say, like, maybe not self-reflection, but, like, uh, pretty gnarly existential dread, I guess, is probably a better way to put it. Yeah. Um. Would it be too far of the possibilities for the reason why they're able to do that is because they can compartmentalize compartmentalize it? That's not the right Compartmentalize? Compartmentalize. yeah and it's not like the the, it's not like the duo is immune to trauma this is not their first yeah like 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 maru literally killed like mercy killed someone at someone else's request at someone else's request like let me just double back real quick go ahead i was like compartmentalize that this did happen to me this happened to someone else (laughs) yeah like there's there's so much to unpack there There's that we so just much simply cannot do. We can't. We can't because like, I'm, like, oh my god! Like, there's even like a like, I thought that was the end. You know, like I thought they were gonna die after that because like, in the OP, there's like a flash of like a game over screen with both of them. Yeah. Like down, and that's why I think that scene got me so bad. Like I'm like, this is, this is the start of the end. Like what the, what, but. I don't know. Maybe do we still want? Do we got more to say on this? I I just want to. It, it probably be talked about more in season two, and now yeah, again, if we get a on. season two, yeah. Oh, so that's our time two. frame. But yeah, the so, light of you're now done talking about the content warning. Although this show still had a lot of. Let's talk. About Maybe oh, there's a lot. There's a lot in this show, and like I I this, I enjoyed it immensely. Guys, this whole episode but... should be a content warning. <laughs> I, I think we'll put it in the description and maybe at the beginning we'll just put like, hey, content warning for this episode slash this show. Cause, like, I know everyone's watched the show, so I'd imagine everyone's familiar with what's coming because, like, that's just the basis of the podcast. But, yeah, I mean, so, all the same. Like, the, oh my goodness, there's so much to unpack with this show. I Like, I'm going to read the manga. The only issue is I have to read it, I like, fan subs, I think. Well, or no fan translations. translations. Yeah. Um, which isn't the end of the world, but I think it's only posted on, like, the Heavenly Delusion website. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which is not the end of the world, but that means I'm not getting it, like, officially translated in English. But I really want a second season of this. Like, there's there's clearly more to unpack. There's more to know. There's more. There's, there's a lot more to know because there's still so many mysteries left. Why yeah. was 
why was the director doing that? What happened to the other kid that looks exactly like Maru? Um, the the like Maru's brother or sibling or whatever. Like we don't know. Like there's there's so much to like kind of unpack here. Was Tokyo the original person that started the apocalypse? Literally, or like, um, what's the name of that stupid thing? Mina was Mina. Why was Mina going against the director and like setting everything up to happen? Yep. And then, like, what happened to the kids once they got out of the what's it called? Out of the school. Like out of the facility. Like they 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 escaped. That was in the finale. They escaped. Six of the kids escaped. Yeah, we know what happened. If to not two more, of them. No. Yeah, What's that? No more. We know what happened to two of them. Yep. That's it. I'm wondering if it'll that'll like divest that story a little bit, and that'll just be their story now, which I'd be okay with. Like, there's, there's so much still. There's a lot of gaps, and that's why I want to read the manga so bad because, like, the anime clearly got like far ahead of the manga. Like far ahead. Uh, or sorry, other way around. The manga is far ahead of the. Uh, anime like it's like i think seven or eight volumes actually looking at it i think i can buy these up in english nice um <laughs> is, is i'm not shopping while we're recording it sounds like you're shopping while we're recording i am shopping you can buy them on amazon in english so okay i, I remember seeing someone said if you're gonna do it just buy like the whole thing because like there's some stuff that was skipped out and like the last episode had the last few episodes had to be rearranged to end in like a spot that wasn't weird Oh, okay. So don't just like continue reading. Like read yeah. in order. That would make sense. The ending did feel a little. It the ending of the season felt like this is kind of like the best place we can put a break. Yeah, yeah, and it looked like like especially with the way like Kiruko like recovered quickly. I am yeah. not overly shocked that uh, it felt rushed. If that's the case, yeah, and like her recovery was just like. A quick fix but but like that's why i'm also that's why i said earlier i'm like i don't know if it was just like because this would be the end of the season so like this is what it kind of looks like or what it's going to be explored more in like season two if we get a season two right fingers crossed we do right yeah fingers crossed absolutely fingers crossed um do we have too much more to really talk about this one not really i think that's about the gist of it for me uh, i like so I guess again, thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Um, because of y'all, we're in the midst of upgrading our audio recording system because of your generosity. So shout out to Donut, Kmart, Anderson Pie, and We Be In. And uh, everyone, please channel your inner weebness to get us a season two. I need it. <laughs> we all need. We need to we see can. what happens the rest of the story. Need it. <laughs> Anyway, bye. Have a good night, y'all.